And you still got people out there with double masks and face shields and shit. Look into it. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Hello and welcome to another episode of Look Into It. Tonight we're gonna it's gonna be a full red pilled night. We're gonna we're gonna get deep in it. It is conspiracy night. Uh with my good friend, Mr. David Avocado Wolf. What's up, Dave? What's up, bro? How are you? Dude, I just want to jump into what we haven't talked in a bit. I mean, we text every now and then. We'll send each other some uh, stupid memes and shit. But um, we haven't really gotten uh, the latest on what you're thinking, what you're looking into, and what I'm looking into. You know, there's so many levels of all of the deception. There's so many. There's old shit, like people getting into Tartaria. I know you're into Tartaria. I want to see, I want to know what you've discovered. I've discovered a couple of things, but I'm no expert. Um, there's so many levels, like, you know, um, you know, just the fucking elections and, and midterms. I don't know how balls deep you uh you're into that but are you up to date with like what's going on with i'm up to date with everything because i run a i run a news feed on my telegram page so i'm up i'm up on it every single day and i've got like a hundred thousand people there so i'm just what's that how do people jump on that if you have telegram messenger you can find me at david avocado wolf so if you got telegram messenger on your phone just type into the top at david avocado a-v-o-c-a-d-o-w-o-l-f-e And um, you'll find me. And that's my news feed. So um, Telegram's like WhatsApp. You can use it both ways. You can use it as a like a messaging app, but you can also use it as a news feed. And I have a news feed there. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, before we get into what the fuck you've been into lately, uh, tell my audience, let's catch everybody up. What uh, like, you know, where you grew up briefly, uh, how you ended up um seeking the truth you know because people think like oh there's a right wing or or, you know republican i'm like there's none of that none of that all were me and you and the people i have on my podcast all we want is the truth that's it and we're just looking for the truth and if you got kids out there you're not looking for the truth man you got kids and you're it's, not looking for the truth and you're fucking letting them down you're just like sitting there with your fucking thumb up your ass and you ain't paying attention to you ain't paying attention to the deception, you know. But if you don't have kids, if you don't, I get it. You know, it's very easy to not have kids and not like well, who gives a fuck if the new world order takes over. Fuck it, I'll just jump off a cliff. I get it. You know what I mean? But when you have kids, uh, you know, You're jumping committed. off a cl- yeah, You're yeah, committed. you got <laughs> you can't be jumping off cliffs, dog. You know what I mean? You got kids, get your shit together. You got kids, dog. Um, anyways, uh. Tell us a little bit about Mr. David Avocado Wolf. Okay, so I was born originally on the East Coast. My neighbor's on the East Coast, Seaside Heights, New Jersey. That's where the Jersey Shore TV show was filmed, actually, was the town I was born in. And our neighbors down there were a very wealthy family. Like the matriarch of that family, she told me in 1975, she said that she told me what the Democrat Party was all about. She told me what FDR was all about, the Social Security number, Walter Mondale, who Jimmy Carter really was, this, that. She told me about the Rothschild bankers, all the stuff. This was my neighbor. She was in her 50s. I was five years 
years old. And so I'm hearing all this. And so I just took it in. I'm just like, okay, we'll see what happens with this information. She told me in 1975 that the Democrats' plan was to break down the southern border and just have everybody flood in so they could not only create total chaos, but they could get create permanent voters. And so, you know, we listened. I moved from the East Coast to the border. And I lived on the San Diego, Mexico border and grew up there. The only TV we got was Mexican TV, Raul Velasco and his variety show. That's all we could watch. We had, we just played outside. We didn't have any real TV. We played Atari a little bit. If you remember the Atari games. Oh, and hell yeah. Up- we got that. We yeah, got remember that? Part. Yeah, that was and the so first I, PlayStation. Pong. I grew up with Mexicans kids, basically, you know, from the time from maybe since I was like seven. And you speak um, when Spanish? I, un poquito, más o menos. Okay. Okay. So my my Spanish is okay, but it gets better if, I, if I'm living in Mexico for a while. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then what? And then, so I just kind of watched, you know, I had all these really interesting influences in my life and the woman who lived next door to, she used to come out and stay with us in San Diego. And we just hear what she had to say. And we just kind of watched how things played out. And so I was, I'd say so, I was pretty so red pilled early. The woman, the woman next door, she, she basically just groomed me. This- she put she pushed me into this. She she's like, look at this. Look at this. Here's how the money system works. Let me tell you about the bag men of New Jersey. Let me tell you how this works. And this and I was, you know, I'm just a little kid. So I'm just like, OK, cool. Let me just listen to this. And and as time has gone on, she was right about everything, all even including the southern border stuff and what's going on there. You know, my uncle still lives there right on the border. So it's chaos what's going on in his neighborhood. I mean, he, he's basically got. They have. There's just no defenses. He's got people, you know, walking into his yard in the middle of the night. Yeah, real quick, I want you to continue. But right there, since you brought up the border, I got a question. There's one one thing that kind of uh, confuses me a little, uh, but there might be an easy answer to it. And I think I maybe I figured it out. But there's so much footage of Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, and all those Democrats. There's a bunch of Democrats on film talking about we got to secure the border we got to build a wall and there's a documentary called the fence have you ever heard of that one no i haven't seen it the fence is about the the wall was already budget it was already passed trump trying to pass trying to build the wall they already passed the bill back in the early 2000s to build the wall but you know what happened they built like uh 20 30 percent of it and they ran out of money and they just fucking ghosted the project all over texas there's all this unfinished old wall fence it's called the fence watch that documentary it's called the fence they already went through the wall so what do you think why were they back in the early 2000s you know during the mid 2000s bill clinton obama hillary why were they so pro secure borders back then why 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 well, not just be like the way the way they are now they want just open borders i think the original thing i was thinking when i was watching all this wall stuff is that's that's going to keep it that's going to keep us in i was more on that side like they're building a wall not to stop you know mexicans or you know, guatemalans or something from coming over or haitians from coming over they're building a wall to keep us in that was more my perspective on the whole thing early on now i always that's had a, that's a sexy head. conspiracy theory right there that's a sexy <laughs> one sex ah. 
Right. I, I had a, a professor and, and um, I went to UC Santa Barbara and I had a professor and he said, oh, you know, they're building a wall that that fence around your house. That's to keep you in. And I thought, oh, that's interesting perspective. I never heard it that way. And so that's kind of the way I looked at it. And then, you know, what's happened is, is they they have now assembled the forces. It looks to me, you know, because, again, I was. 1975, Mrs. Smutko, that was her name, Mrs. Smutko. She told me, she's like, they're going to, they're going to overwhelm the Southern border. They're going to just break, break down the border. Now that I don't know what was going on before. And I get my, my guess is they were probably trying to build a wall to keep us in, but then they realized they could leverage it and be like, Hey, you know, why don't we just break down the whole United States? And when you're dealing with foreign powers like China that want to get their fentanyl and they want to get their um, weapons and they want to get their operatives into the country. What a great way to do it. And obviously the Democrats and the and the Chinese Communist Party are working closely together. I mean, I think everyone knows that at this point, there is not much difference between the Democrat Party and the, and the CCP. This is my take. I thought about that long and hard. Like, why were the Democrats so into secure borders and i i didn't i didn't ever think that they were trying to keep us in uh, <clears throat> i was thinking that it was like the the, the war on drugs right there they, there's a war on drugs but meanwhile they're the ones bringing it in and selling it <laughs> they're trying so to maybe there's a, a war i get you you know what i mean so maybe yep. they're like what they do is they publicly they say things that and will fight against things that they're doing so maybe them saying, oh, yeah, we're going to build a wall this. We're going to build a wall that. Maybe they were just saying, but thinking like, just say it because it sounds like common sense, secure borders. It's common sense. So just say it. But just, just like, uh, let's stop drugs. Let's let's spend money to stop drugs. Meanwhile, they're bringing in the drugs. Let's let's, let's say, hey, we're going to build a wall. But no, fuck that. We'll just say it. Steal most of the money. Build a little couple fences here, a couple fences there. Just like the documentary. That's proven. And then just steal the money. And and they're, they're ne they never intended on securing the goddamn border. They never intended it. They just say they are. Yeah, we're going to fucking secure the border because it's just common sense. They, they probably you, you secured border, the border right people, where the yes. cartels were giving them competition for the drugs. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. If you're a, a, a mother, you got a couple kids, you live in El Salvador, you're trying to flee oppression, get your ass in. All those, you got babies and you're a family, you're just, you're fleeing oppression. Yes. Of course, yes, but, but common sense, let's vet people, make sure they're not, you know, criminals, common sense, let's make sure they're not uh, rapists, um, yeah, child smugglers, common sense, el coyote, check it out, but <laughs> uh, so, so my take is, <clears throat> They were just saying that with no intention of fucking securing shit. It just, it's just common sense. Yeah, you gotta have borders. What the fuck are you talking about? Try to go to Japan. No, you could try to go to Canada. Shit. It, I know, it's so that stupid. That the people, if they're legit escaping well, they're escaping socialism. They're escaping, they're escaping the policies of the U yeah. They're escaping the U.S. policies. Actually, that's what's so crazy, especially in Central America. The way the U.S. has dealt with Central America and treated Central America, and the CIA has overthrown regime after regime in Central America and created these super oppressive regimes. It's the U.S. that's causing it, right? 
that's another thing. So I get a little bit concerned about that. It's like the U.S. is creating the crisis, some aspects of it, the CIA, the military, the, you know, the secret operatives who are overthrowing regimes, getting the drugs, running the drugs up here, and then wrecking the lives of all the people down there. And those people go, we got we better get out of here. And they're coming up here. So I have real sympathy for them. In fact, we took one of those families in. You know, when I was a kid growing up on the border, we 1978, a family came across the border and we took them in. They're still there. They're still there. Mexican family. They're still they still work with my uncle. Well, I love Mexicans. <laughs> Me too. I grew up with them. And 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 that's it's I'm interesting, Mexican. too. You know, Mexicans, you know, I, I got to say this. I really feel like for sure that Mexicans are going to be a very important part about saving um, freedom saving whatever we want to consider the future of America. You can see how the Hispanic vote's switching over now because they're smartening up. They're realizing who these Democrats are and they're they're turning sides. And that's a really good sign. That's exactly what the Democrats don't want. They're freaking out about that. So I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm happy to see I like I grew up with Mexican people. I would like Mexicans versus like the CCP. Come on, man. Yeah, it's just like <clears throat> When you um, look up the definition of the CIA, uh, it says something like uh, a government agency designed to stop the spread of communism internationally. That's the basic definition, right? They're supposed to stop communism. <laughs> but does it, you know what I mean? Just like they're supposed to have a war on drugs, they're bringing in the drugs. They're supposed to be a war on communism. Yet, why is there communism all they're creating it? Yeah, they're creating <laughs> I, I it. Right? That, see, that's the thing that's so crazy about all this stuff is that all these organizations worldwide that are supposed to be stopping whatever it is, they're creating it. Exactly. Right? If they're, they're, we're stopping child trafficking, actually, they created. Oh, we're stopping drugs. Actually, they're running the drugs. Yeah. Oh, we're stopping um, the um, the w- people coming across the border. Oh no, they're en- en- enabling it. They'll bring the drugs in, bring everybody in, bring the cartel in, bring whoever in. It's going to be interesting. I'm going down. I'm going to go down to the border here at some point in the next few months, and we're going to check it out on the Texas border. That's going to be a trip, bro. I have a student. His name is Anthony Rubin. He's already been down like uh, uh, maybe two at least two times maybe three he goes down to the border he's one of my students he's a purple belt of mine he goes he's fucking gnarly he goes down to the texas border and he goes and videotapes them crossing and talks to them and interviews a white guy it, it just just in uh a, a very unique individual <clears throat> he's the kind of guy that'll ride his 10-speed bike to from la to san francisco or from la to las vegas this guy's it, this guy has a lot interesting of cool he never nice. gets tired. he gets cardio he has cardio forever he's the last guy on the mats usually <clears throat> he's a beast but yeah he's got a lot of footage of people crossing the border you know what i mean and <clears throat> yeah i'm you know a large percentage of them are probably legit people running from countries whose governments have been overrun by CIA psyops. Yeah, and, and corruption. Yeah. And corruption. Yep. Totally. How crazy is that? So, it, you know, it's crazy. <clears throat> They're trying to, the left, the the demons, the demons are trying to. <clears throat> the demon craps? The demons are. <laughs> and the reptilians. Yeah. That's another thing. The others, I mean, the Republicans, are controlled opposition for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I think part. The, demon, kind of the, demons, the demons are the puppets, the, the politicians, mm-hmm. those are the demons, right? And then the reptilians are their bosses. Yeah. So, so, um, the demons, man, um, 
Everything it's they every, say, it's every, everything like, they say they're stopping, <clears throat> they're doing they're it. They're in it. Everything they accuse Trump of, they did it. They did it. Everything they try to nail Trump with, they did it. That's how, their MO, bro. That's it. They they accuse everybody of what they're doing. That's their whole MO. Yeah, that's, that's how like you a, know who's on the side of evil. It's like as soon as they start accusing everybody else of what they're doing, you know what they're up to. Yeah, I used to DJ at a strip club and um uh there was a limit at how dirty the, the, the strippers could get in the private dance area. Every club was different. It all depended on the, the local police department and whether they were uh, sending in undercover cops and, and, and strip clubs would get raided. You'd get raided every now and then. It was just part of the game. It's kind of like dispensaries now. They get raided all the time because they're not most dispensaries, I just learned, uh, aren't even uh, doing it right by the book. It, they, they find it that it's too expensive to do it right by the book. So they just open up dispensaries and just sell as much as they can. And then they'll get raided and then they know how much money they're going to lose. But then boom, they open the next day and they figure it's way, way cheaper. And this is what I found out through law enforcement. I have friends in law enforcement that go, yeah, most of, he goes, most of the, the dispensaries. How many, how, in many, LA. how many cops, how many cops are you training in jujitsu? I was wondering that the other day. How many cops come down there to 10th uh, cop, Planet? Cop, some cops like jujitsu. Not all, not all cops. Some cops do. All cops should. I mean, of course. I mean, that's a no fucking brainer. It's amazing that at this point that jujitsu isn't mandatory in, in the United States. You know, in Brazil, all the cops do jujitsu in Brazil. All of them. It's part of it's it's it's, it's part of their standard training, right? Like you got to thinking that. Jiu-jitsu is, you know, you could call it a bunch of things. You can call it the art of chasing seatbelts to choke people. The art, it could be the art of controlling human beings on the ground. You could say that. And if you get really good at the art of the mobilizing and controlling and subduing human beings, you're really good. That's your shit at immobilizing them, subduing them, putting them in positions where they can't move and can't do any harm. No brainer. Every cop. Every cop should be uh, really good at that. Whether they're bad cops or good cops, both y'alls need, need jujitsu in your little world. You know what I mean? That's sorry, I got dragged you off the topic there. So you're saying the cops are they like from their side? They're looking at the dispensaries and they're going, "Hey, it's probably cheaper for them to just disobey the law. They get raided occasionally. It costs them whatever forty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars, but yes. it's still cheaper than doing it the legal way, like fully totally. legal." Totally. Yeah, they make, a, they make so much you. money. They make so much money, and they just gotta. They just got a system now. They go, okay, we're gonna get busted once every five months. So they keep. They just keep transferring money out. So when they get raided, cops take everything, close them down for the day. They open up the next day. It happens. It's just a constant cycle. So uh, most most dispensaries out there are illegal. How weird is that? That's crazy. I mean, right? it's just what it's what they want, though. You know, one of the things that Mrs. Smutko taught me when I was a kid is they want everything to be be illegal so that they can arrest you for anything at any moment. Exactly. It, that's huge. 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 Big part of their plan. Oh my god, that's so huge. Like so. Uh, <clears throat> You know, the, so the, the the depth of that it goes is just it's all the way. And, I, you know, I don't know where you stand on this, but, you know, I'm kind of more in the belief that, you know, I can't I'm, I, I finally landed on Rudolf Steiner. And he said there's two real locusts of evil, focuses of evil, loci of evil, of you know, black holes of evil. One is the Luciferic impulse, which is the escapism, the drugs, the alcohol trying to escape from here. You know, and that leads to the cartels, the drug problems, the, the you know, all of those things that are about escapism. The uh, and, and that Steiner said that's one 
one form. He called that the Luciferic type of evil. The other evil is more what we're dealing with right now, which is the armonic materialism, the super intense technocracy using technology for evil control and surveillance. And and Rudolf Steiner says that in this century, that being the armonic influence actually incarnates as the flesh and blood being as the Antichrist, basically. Sam Tripley and I are coming to your town. Catch us on the road doing tinfoil hat comedy. Follow me on Instagram at tinfoil hat comedy night. Thursday, November 17th, we'll be in Huntington Beach at the rec room. Friday, December 2nd, we'll be in Calusa, California. Saturday, December 3rd, we'll be in Fresno. And February 24th, we'll be in Spokane, Washington. February 25th, we'll be in Tacoma, Washington for more information and to buy your tickets see you on the road either we're on our way to the end of the world or there's a great awakening going on and this is mandatory you know what i mean i don't know which one it is ever some it's, some it's day, both yes yeah, so, <laughs> some days both. some days i feel like oh shit it's great reset you know what makes me feel great reset you know there's sometimes i feel like i, I get news i'm like ooh, the great awakening is winning and then I get news that, oh, damn, Great Reset's winning. And then, damn, some more news. Great what great Awakening. Great Awakening. We could do this. We could Come on, Great Awakening. We could do this. And then, damn, like, oh, shit. Bill Gates owns all the farmland. Oh, my God. And the great CCP, reset. dude. The great CCP reset. owns about equivalent. He's got 275,000 acres. The CCP's got 300,000 acres of American farmland. Um, Can't we fucking nationalize that shit can can we stop that because if that's real and there's nothing we could do about it if there's nothing in the military code that says like if there's some fucking evil demons buying up the farmland we could go in there and chop their fucking head off right there should be a law like, like that right yeah i don't know there's probably is but i don't know anything of what we could do about it that's a good question like i need to talk to like a legal expert about that like well, you, you're buying up all the fucking farmland dog? What, right and, and and you're trying to vaccinate and you're trying to depopulate how are we letting this happen maybe it's, what i'm thinking is maybe the fact that the fact that Bill Gates owning a lot of fucking farmland, a scary amount, the fact that that's kind of viral, maybe that's part of the process. Maybe that's part of the uh, how are we going to expose Bill Gates if we don't catch him in some diabolical? I love I love shit. seeing it out there. Right now, let, so let's everybody's seeing it. He, he went with Epstein 17 times on the Lolita Express. They definitely had three meetings with him in Seattle. So that's 20 times. I've heard he had 16 more meetings with him. So that's 36 times. That's that's what I know about. So he's de- 17 times on that plane, dude. Come on. He's definitely doing some weird shit on that island, right? So he's probably a pedophile or got they got blackmail on him or. Uh, uh, for sure they right? got blackmail on him, for sure. Yeah. You know, so, you know the weird thing, the the, the the one thing that scares me about <clears throat> whether uh, the Great Awakening is winning or the Great Reset is winning is um, everything on the Great Awakening side, nobody is waking up on Freemasonry at all. That shit never gets brought up. That's scary. Yep, That's you're scary. Right. That tells me that tells me that the, there's one theory that uh, the plan where if it's great reset and the plan is to destroy everything 
and to lose faith in everything to reset it, right? How do you destroy the left and the right? Uh, you give maybe one theory is you give the right all the dirt on the left, Seth Rich, fucking Russia Gate, the fucking Pfizer, all that shit, CIA, FBI, uh, going against Trump, the media, fucking working hand in hand with them, Hollywood, corporations, all banding together. All big tech, big tech, all banding together against Trump. That should tell you something because you got all these red pill uh, people out there going, oh, you know, uh, they, they, they see all the demons on the left. They do. Uh, but that, but they, but they're, uh, new to, uh, the, uh, awakened state. Yeah. The, so well, the they underlying realize, forces, they, they're they not aware of the, like if someone just, forces. like if someone just awoke, like woke up today, I don't even want to say woke. Cause that's the opposite. If someone wants to awaken today, they got a lot of catching up to do. There's a fucking important timeline, right? So you just now, or maybe recently, you just figured out that you've been lied to by the mainstream media. You just figured, okay, you're all fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. You're all, you just, you just woke up. You were all in the left. Thank God. I want you to wake up. The fuck are we doing here? So obvious, but why are you still talking shit on Trump? Why are you still talking shit on him? Because all that shit, you, you said, all that shit, all the negative shit about Trump that you feel, that came from the liars that you're accusing of fake news. They painted him out as this fucking racist, Russian, um, dude, they edited shit to make him look racist. They edited shit to make, to make him look racist. That's a fact. CNN That's a put fact. it out. They edited it to make him, they, they, uh, corrupt elements of our top intelligence agencies colluded to make him look like a Russian agent. It was all they, wag the dog stuff. I mean, they, they they pushed in fake story after fake story based on another fake story and another fake story. It's just all fake. They just they just by the way, one him. of the things that they assaulted Trump, they assaulted, they assaulted him, from every, him. Gang, from every angle. And but people it, are like, he's so mean, fake, though. Everything so being mean. fake. Right. Well, they, they the way they cut things like China. You know, yeah, like yeah. He's, he hates Chinese, and you know that kind of stuff. Um, it's like every person, like, like you have to be able to make fun of people who are around you. Your Mexican friend, your white friend, your black friend, your this, like this whole thing of like, oh, you can't say that, and you can't say that. Sex communism, dude. That's all commie yeah. bullshit. Yeah, don't yeah. say that. Oh, you can't say that word. Oh, you can't use that pronoun. You have to use this pronoun. It's all commie bullshit. It's yeah. communism. It's socialism never works. It causes total catastrophe, breaks apart, rips apart the social fabric. That's why they want it. But getting back to this thing on the underlying forces, Freemasonry, like you could be a you could be the Pope and be a Freemason. You could be a president and be a Freemason. You could be a senator and be a Freemason. You could be the president of a corporation, be a Freemason. You could be a bankster and be a Freemason. And they're all working together through their little secret society. And so yeah, and lodges, nobody brings that. Right? So that that's what scares me. That's what uh-huh. scares me is like as Trump will bring up a lot of taboo shit and it makes me feel like great awakening and he's for mm-hmm. he's legit and he's not deep state because every fucking day, every single fucking day, he writes a long thing about how the election was rigged and look at this county, they're going to fucking decertify here, look at that county and then look at this county. He's on top. There's a lot of shit going on that if you're not paying attention that you don't just you just like you, you don't know what's going on. 
but there's so much shit. So that makes me feel good that he's saying shit that, that gets you deplatformed. And he's already he's already deplatformed, right? So is the game that that uh, that's what it's supposed to look like? Let's deplatform the guy with the dirt on the left. And then he gets the platform. Maybe that's the overall game. That's the well, big they, game. They just, and we're falling right in. Maybe we're falling right into it. You know? Well, he's so politically powerful that they hate it. Like these Pelosi's and Schumer's, and they can't stand he's either, he's either that deep he's that state. politically powerful. Donald Trump is either deep state or he's not. That's it. He's either right. deep state Good. or he's not. Yeah, that's right. So I don't think not, he is. I don't not, think he is. Then he's legit. Yeah, I don't there's think no, there's is. no, there's no middle ground here. You're right. either on Team Demon or Team Freedom. There is no middle ground. There is none. There's just two sides. Do you? It's just good and evil. That's all it is. And now, and, is is he aware of like the the depth of the Pfizer corruption? I don't think he was before. He may be now, but he wasn't before. So he made a huge mistake by backing the whole vaccine thing and all that other stuff. But even though he's like, hey, you have a choice, you can do it either way you want to. You have a choice. Still, he I don't think he understands the demonic nature of big pharma. I could be wrong, but I that's my take on it. Is he got totally sucked in by the big pharma crap? Well, uh, there's that conspiracy theory that was has been around for about a year or a little more than a year that, uh, you know, um, the plan was, the plan was to drag this lockdown out 10 years because it takes 10 years to come out with a vaccine. And by 2033, they were going to have the vaccine. Meanwhile, within those 10 years, they were going to collapse the economy and just destroy everything. It takes years. You don't destroy the economy overnight. It takes a while. Boom. You kill the supply chain. You're fluck, you're, they're fucking blowing up these food plants everywhere. What the fuck? And gas and fuel processing Dude, centers. Right? So it takes a while. It takes a while to, it takes 10 years. So they were going to drag it out for 10 years. So if that's the plan and they, and that they say, that's the plan. It's in fucking, it's written in, in the Davos meetings and the Bilderberg group and the trilateral commission and the council on foreign relations and all these unelected fucking Rothschild cronies and all that shit, Rockefeller cronies and everybody, all those motherfuckers, you know, the conspiracy theory is their plan was drag it out 10 years, kill the economy supply chain over 10 years and then scare everybody with keep it going and then at 2033 uh the vaccine's complete so if that was the plan and if there was a counter if there's an actual counter the counter would be you'd have to they have to deal with two things first you'd have to deal with the hypnotized uh you know there's 30% of the population is hypnotized. That's the only reason we're even in this shit. And that's the only reason we have to go through this shit. Because if there is a counter and you're not, de and you say, hey, I'm in the meeting and we got this counter. My plan is let's make a DVD with all the evidence of all the corruption. It'll be like a six hour DVD. We release it free on the internet and then everything is saved. You would be a fucking idiot because you wouldn't understand what the fuck has happened over the last few decades. Uh, a, a large percentage of the population has been put under a trance. They're hypnotized. So that means that if you they watch this fucking six hour documentary with all the facts, it's not going to do shit. It's not going to do shit. <laughs> no, it's crazy. The brainwashing, so, so the someone, so, is nuts. So if someone says that's a good idea, they're definitely, they don't know what's going on. They have no idea. So if there is a counter... Those ideas aren't coming up because the counter is, is uh, if there is a counter, 
run by people that understand that 30 percent of the population is under hypnosis and you, you can't just wake up people out of a trance with a goddamn documentary you gotta fucking make them walk through the fire you gotta let Biden. you like it was the plan looking back everybody thought there was no plan because biden got in and then trump it just seemed like trump just abandoned ship and biden got in everyone's like fuck that oh shit we've been fucking you know they all wanted like a rest in during the inauguration and me too i'm like damn okay you know there's no way they're gonna let biden in because the plan isn't that biden is in no way no way no way no what he's in oh my god and then fox news started calling him president go fuck fuck news fuck fuck news and anybody that just just you know started recognizing biting as a president like fuck that guy fuck that guy and then trump disappears we didn't hear from him for a while like oh my god we have been deceived we've been deceived it's over we're fucked let's move to florida let's move to texas everybody fucking move to texas florida it's fucking over me too i was like damn i gotta move to florida i checked out tampa i went to tampa checked it out had a fucking real estate agent looking at shit as soon as they put the vaccine passports in I knew anybody that was following Alex Jones, Alex Jones has been talking about this for 15, 20 years. The goal was to put the vaccine passports in so, so that we can control the masses through the vaccine passport, which is, that's just the, that's just the trick to get the passport. The vaccine was the trick to get the passport. Cause right. they're not going to say, you know, can you imagine they go, if someone can, why don't we just announce it? Get this fucking app, get the app so we can control you. It's an app called fucking Darth Vader. Get the app so we can control you. Nobody going to get that app. Nobody gonna nope. get that app. So we nope. gotta trick them. If you're smart and you're in the fucking these Illuminati meetings, you're not gonna say, hey, let's just fucking put a commercial and just like get this app. That dude would be hung. They'd take back his island and they'd fucking uh, blow up his helicopter. Or re- release his uh, pedophile videos. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So if there really is a new world order, and then the, and and there really is a counter the counter if if i'm sitting in the counters meeting and they're not addressing the fact that these people are in a trance and then if you don't explain to me a step-by-step process of how do you wake up 30 percent of the population that's under hypnosis if you tell me oh let's release a dvd or we'll put her on the news for a week i'm thinking you're fucking insane that's not gonna work that's not gonna work oh let's arrest Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, Hillary, uh, uh, um, uh, Maxine Waters, all those motherfucking <laughs> demons. You think that's going to save everything? You th- now looking back, you th- that's what everybody wanted. They go, we're not done. We need some arrests. We got to arrest them. You think that if they got arrested, Pelosi, Schumer, Adam Schiff, Maxine Waters, Nadler. <laughs> You know what I mean? You think if you arrested all those motherfuckers, even Hillary, even Bill, arrest them, you think that would change anything? Now that you know what's up, then you are retarded. That would change nothing. Arresting like Tom Hanks and let's arrest fucking uh, uh, Lady Gaga and oh, we gotta arrest them. That's not gonna change shit. That's not gonna do anything. That's not gonna do anything if you arrest them. They got 10 demons waiting to replace them. Look what happened to Andrew Cuomo. That fucking governor from oh, New God, York. Oh, God, it got worse. That Hochul woman, is she's yeah. worse. You don't think they got 25 demons waiting to jump in, waiting in the goddamn wings? That's not going to do nothing. Now you know. I didn't know. At, at, to 20, uh, whatever, 2020, the end of 20, the beginning of 2021, when, I didn't know. I thought we had to arrest them. I thought that was the goal. The goal was to arrest them. Now, shit. 
two years, you know, into it. It's structural like, problems oh, in our system, dude. Really there's no way bad arresting structural them. problems. Arresting them ain't going to do shit. You got to change the election process. Yeah. You got to make sure the elections are legit. Yeah. And you know what? Little by little, it's fucking happening. I man. know. In now, certain it, places. The only way to fix this fucking rotten election process is to fucking walk through it and do a little sting operation just like they the way they bust the mob they know that motherfuckers are criminal they know that motherfuckers done a lot of shit fucking cartel uh um boss or mafia boss they still gotta catch him doing it and film it and have all the evidence because they're not gonna go you're gonna go to court and you have no evidence they're not even gonna bother because they know they know the guy's a criminal but they know that unless they have fucking video and audio and tons yes. of it. So yep. the only way to convince people that the election process is rotten to the core is you got to fucking, we got to live through this shit. We got to live, dude, we've lived through this crap with fucking bodies. And there's still people going to happen mad. with the, with the midterms in 2022. I think they're going to cheat. Like we've never seen before. This is going to be the craziest cheating of all time, but it's harder to cheat now. It's really hard. Everyone. I know, but now. I still think so they're going to work, it it. work in Virginia. I don't know if Youngkin is a a rhino. He seems to be he legit so far. Good. He, he seems, seems legit good. so far. We never know, dog. We never know. We never know. We never You're know. Right. We never know. But he seems good. So that to me, that election right there, like, damn, they're they're tightening up on it. Slowly, slowly, justice moves slowly. You know what I mean? But then again, like I said, some you know, in one moment, I'm fucking, oh yeah, great awakening. And then the right. next moment, that's like, great reset. Like, I know. And then I go back, I'm like, Bill Gates be owning farmland. That's that's some fucking that's a movie. That's a goddamn movie. It's it's interesting. Like all these super villains right out of the movies, right? Klaus Anel. Are they being exposed? Bill is, this, Gates. is this part? Is this part? Maybe this farmland bullshit that's going on. It's kind it's of part. Viral. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's kind part of, viral, of exposing right? their plan, right? Yes, it's good. Right? I, I mean, I'm whenever that gets out to big media, I'm really stoked. I'm happy that people are finding this out. Whenever there's talking about the world economic for them, I call it the world economic for them. Whenever that makes major media, like I'm like, oh my god, yes, this is great because uh, everyone's in a trance out there. I think it's more than thirty percent. It's got to be more than thirty percent. They're just completely brainwashed, like trance down. Like so my point was, my point was. What would be the plan? How do you wake up people under hypnosis that have been indoctrinated through school? They went through a generation of uh, elementary, junior high, and, and high school and little college. You got, they're under that trance. They got blue yeah. hair. You, you under, have to let them see the that? corruption. You have to you let have, them see You it. have to do what Over we're doing time. now. Do, yep. Coincidentally. Yep. Maybe this is just a coincidence that we're going yep. through exactly what would be needed to wake people up. This is how you got to walk through the hell. Because even even with the shit for two years in your face, they still can't see it. Just like that KGB agent that uh, Yuri Joe, Bezmanov. Yes. Joe played that on his podcast. People talk shit on Joe. Did you ever see the video from the KGB? Uh, there was a guy from the KGB oh. in the 1980s that was talking about the plan to destroy America. Have you ever seen that video? I have. Yeah, I know what you're talking it's about. It's a wild yeah. video. Yeah. Should we play yeah. it? Yeah. Do you know the video, Jamie? If it's yeah. still up and running. Yo, play yo, a little bit of this. Yeah. This is KGB defector Yuri Bezem, Bezmanov's mm -hmm. warning to America. Let's listen to what some of this. Is? 
before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. Mm. That's why so the Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type uh, of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now <laughs> occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind. Even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid of society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of the uh, of, uh, United States society. And yet these people who have been programmed and, as you say, in place and yes. who are favorable to an opening with the Soviet concept, mm -hmm. these are the very people who would be marked for extermination in this country? Most of them, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, simply because the psychological shock when, when they will see in future what the, what the beautiful society of equality and social justice means in practice, obviously they will revolt. 
they, 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 will, uh, they, they will be very unhappy, frustrated people. And the Marxist-Leninist regime does not tolerate these people. Uh, they, obviously, they will join the links of dissenters, mm -hmm. dissidents. Uh, unlike in present United States, there will be no place for dissent in, in future Marxist-Leninist America. Uh, here you can, you can get uh, popular like uh, Daniel Ellsberg and filthy rich like Jane Fonda for being dissident, for criticizing your Pentagon. In future, these people will be simply squashed like cockroaches. Nobody is going to pay them nothing for that. We're seeing this happen right now. Years. I mean, yeah. we, this goes on. This is a 13-minute video. The title of it is KGB Defector Yuri Bezmenov's Warning to America. You should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's fucking wild, yeah. and it's so accurate. It is exactly what's happening. He played that on his podcast. We're like, oh, oh Jesus. Joe's Deep State. I go, if Joe's Deep State... If Joe he would have never would, played that. He would have never played. They wouldn't ever let him play that fucking video. If Joe was deep state, they wouldn't let him have Dr. Peter McCulloch on. They wouldn't let him have Malone on if he was deep state. They wouldn't fucking let him rip Sonia Gupta's ass apart with no fucking Vaseline. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have let him do that. So it's I, I kind of look at Joe as he's very similar to Trump. He calls it as he sees it. He's he's trying to his best to figure out what's going on. He's not down the rabbit hole as far as we are, but he's just trying to call it as best as he can see it. And, you know, it's of course, there's going to be people coming in, you know, saying you don't do this and don't do that. And he's getting that pressure, I'm sure. And he's been getting that pressure. But. That, you know, that goes with the territory. I just think he's trying to figure it out as best he can. And he's coming out with some strong stuff right now. And yeah, you know, it, to finish I'm, my I'm, point, I'm proud I, of him. Dude, I digress like a motherfucker. The whole point of all that shit was that the conspiracy theory is if there was a, a counter to this 10 year. Um, it would uh, look like what's happening right now. Exactly. That, that's your point, right? And, and, and the, the exactly. The conspiracy theory is that the plan was to get the vaccine passports in, get it in. Get it in. What we have ten years to implement it. We're gonna get it in. By the time the vaccine comes out, we'll have that shit on some kind of fucking worldwide fucking database, right? Right. Ten years, enough time to put the infrastructure together, break yep. down the economy, break it nice and slow. Boom. Ten years to just rip shit up. Boom. The vaccine. So. The, if there's a counter, the counter would know that was the plan, not just fucking conspiracy theorists on fucking YouTube. You don't think if there was a counter, they would know the fucking the, the agenda 2021? You don't think they would know that? You don't think they? Of course they know that. They and know that they and know, agenda 2030 and, and, and all of it. And of course, if there was a counter, they would know that they, they would never have to have a, have a plan to wake people up. And the conspiracy theory is the plan was, you know what? How about... How about we fucking release that vaccine? We go pro-vaccine. We release it early. Fuck up the infrastructure. This was a conspiracy theory a year ago. Let's let's call it Operation Warp Speed and fuck that. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be pro, like Trump's like, I'm gonna be pro-vaccine. We're gonna push this, release it in nine months. Fuck up the infrastructure. Too much, too soon. Everything falls apart. Nobody trusts the vaccine. People are fucking, uh, uh, so anyways, with all that go going down, they did get the vaccine passports in because. Well, they, in the, certain places, they got it in for sure. Yeah, they got it in, and, and I thought, and I thought, okay, this is 
This was old school Alex Jones shit. This is the fucking goal. Get the vaccine passports in. So once they got the vaccine passports in, they got them in LA. I couldn't even go into my mall. I went to oh, right. my, LA neighbor, is my like neighborhood crazy. mall. I'm living in Texas, in. bro. We don't see any of that crap, but LA is nuts about that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then when they first put it in, I thought, okay, there's no, this, they did it. They fucking did it. There's no way they're going to pull it out. So that's when I started going to Tampa and checking out Tampa. I go, I knew that once they, this was the, the plan, the plan. They, why would they take it out? And guess what? The conspiracy theory ended up right. This conspiracy theory was Trump could have did two things. Just fucking let them do whatever they want with this fucking, the vaccine or jam it. He probably, I don't know. The conspiracy theory. It's, is it's a maybe, tough call. Maybe, it's maybe, a tough call. But it worked the, though. Well, let me, let me ask you this. No, no. The point is, look. They pulled out the vaccine passport. I can go anywhere in LA. Right. Why would they pull it out? It was right. too much. They don't too want soon. to. Too much too soon. Yeah, you're right. They don't That's want to it. pull that out. They yeah. had to pull it out. Yeah. And the conspiracy theory was called a year ago. They said Trump is being pro-vaccine to fuck up their plans and blow it all up. And guess what? They pulled vaccine passports worldwide. Why would they pull the goal? That was I the know. goal. It was they weren't ready for it. They weren't yep. ready. Because remember when Trump started saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do an Operation Warp Speed, and we're gonna release the, the vaccine's gonna be ready by October." Kamala, Biden, all, everybody like, "Oh, he's fucking insane." It, 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 it takes ten years. It takes ten years. You got to go through trials and phases. Trump said, "Guess what? We're gonna have it ready October, November." Kamala said, "He's insane." But even if he does, even if it does come out, who is gonna, who's gonna trust this vaccine that comes out in nine months? He goes, ah, "Whatever. No one's gonna trust that." I'm not gonna take it she was like i'm not gonna take it biden was like oh you can't trust that they were so against it when he was going operation warp they were so against it you're and then, totally right you know what it came out and they they made a decision they, to make a 180 they go you know what they There's flipped nothing. right around we gotta go we gotta push it pretend we pretend biden uh came out with it that they're like pretending this is biden's vaccine they made a fucking they flipped they made a decision to flip and then they were totally into it going you know we have no choice it's fucking out so maybe if if that's real if it's real then that would mean maybe maybe just maybe trump or whoever is part of the counter made a deal with big pharma because big pharma just trying to make money they don't give a fuck about new world order big pharma just wants that money so hey listen you guys want to wait 10 years or do you want to fucking just do it in october just drop that shit they go you okay, we could do that fuck yeah it's fucking corona dog it's special engagement drop this shit <laughs> and they were like big pharma's like for real though we could but do you, it and goes, but okay you want to wait We've got to also put into that. Remember all like, like find my batch, right? Remember they put out all those different batches with all those different effects and they tracked all that stuff. And we know that one phar pharma company like Pfizer, when they were putting out their deadly batches, Moderna backed off. And then when Moderna put out their deadly batches, Pfizer backed off and so did J and J. So somehow they're all working together too. That's another part of this. And yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, to, to come up with one vaccine in eight months as opposed to That's all to the same years. technology? That's a, on, that's, a, that's a miracle, right? Isn't that a miracle, miracle I mean, vaccine? But four of them? Four miracles? Man, that's crazy. That's, yeah. Four miracles? Let right? me, I want to ask you about this, about the just about striking versus counter-striking in fighting and boxing and MMA. Okay. Who Just is your, just your take My on- My striking on, ain't that good though, dog. I got to admit, I'm not that good of a striker. But you're, but what about in your, your jujitsu? Are you more of a counter 
or you, you know, do you move first? Do you have the other person move first? In general, what I, the question I will have for you is, is it, are the best strikers, fighters, even jujitsu fighters, are they counter or do they, are they aggressive? You know what I'm saying? Like which one is, is uh, all the best guys use their offense as their defense. Okay. So give us a little bit more info on that. Like I'm going to attack you before you attack me. So you got to defend me. You don't have time for your offense because I'm already defending against me. Yes. I'm going to keep you on defense. I'm going to put you in my game, keep you in defense. You're defending your, even if we're stuck in a spot, uh, cause you're defending well and your body's in a good place, but you're just defending. So, so I, defending, that's kind of what I think is happening in the world right now is like the, the whole, you know, cabal, all their 2030 agenda, all their great reset crap. They're, they're pushing us into their game, right? We're defending against their game. We've got to break out of their game. That- yeah. Yeah. So uh, the fact that the vaccine passports got pulled out, I mean, they're going to try to put them back in, but everything from this point is going to be weak. They're going to try to bring back monkeypox. Mm-hmm. They have no choice. They, mm-hmm. You're they right. got to get those mail ballots out. Mm-hmm. They got to scare people enough to not stand in line because you don't want to be a super spreader. That's what it was all about. So, yeah, yeah th- I mean. that's This midterm is going to be crazy for that because we're going to get a bunch of information on like, what are they doing? How are they getting away with it? What are they going to try this time? What's going to be different in their strategy? They're definitely going to try to push some BS virus or BA5 or some other crap, but nothing's catching. So they keep backing off, right? The monkeypox stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just the planet of the apes memes that caused them to back off. You know what I mean? They like they just didn't have a strong enough angle. So they backed off. And then, now they're coming in with a BA4 and BA5 sub variant crap. They haven't given up on monkeypox yet, though. They You're have. right. They haven't. You're right. I, I think I think those Illuminati meetings lately, dude. People are fucking losing their minds. <laughs> people are getting strangled. So I bet. I bet people. It's Darth Vader shit for yeah, sure. I bet. I bet. People are dying in those fucking meetings. <laughs> I bet every now and then, uh, Mister Falcon, you know Joey Kissinger is not going to make it today. Yeah, he's. Uh, Where do you think they're having <laughs> those meetings? By the way, I think L.A. is a reasonable, reasonable spot where a lot of this crap goes down. Oh what hell do yeah! I think like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh man, for sure. Hollywood is so disgusting. Jesus Christ, so obviously disgusting. Dude, you're in it. Just you know, just for the listeners and stuff, you're seeing like the homeless problem. I mean, we grew up in Southern California. What's going on now is like I've never seen anything like Ho- this. The last Hollywood, five years. Ho- yeah, what's happening? Give us, give us on the ground. What's going on over there? You know what? To be honest with you, I've been in downtown doing uh, jujitsu business for. Um, almost a decade. And uh, even before then, the homeless problem downtown is like, it was always been the worst probably in the fucking world, maybe. You know, we had Skid Row. So there's always been just homeless people all over the fucking place in downtown. So I've always, um, uh, well, for the last decade, I, I've, I've been used to it. Uh, now it's spread like everywhere, like in Hollywood, it's insane. Right, it's, it's gone. It's like radiates out from downtown now. Yeah. But, was it mostly? But it was way worse a year ago when the freeways got taken over. Remember that? There was a there was a, a a brief period of time where the homeless just took over the 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 side uh, uh, of, of the, the freeways. Freeway. Yeah, and it was scary. It looked like Mad Max. It was like what the fuck? But they cleaned it up. 
they got everybody off the freeway every now and then you see a dude who's like fuck it he's he knows he's got a day or two before they come and uh and uh make clean him out yeah but for a while there they weren't doing shit they just left everybody at the fucking freeways it was scary shit there's just prison guard all right, whether I, whether I sweep them, whether I put this butterfly in here and sweep them, I shuck squeeze the gift wrap and boom, and now I'm on his back. Maybe I sweep them the other way. Maybe I put this butterfly in here. Have him let go of the double arms and let shoot this through, boom. And then I go, bam, look where we're at. Boom. A, sh a shoulder crunch attempt um, is probably like all sweeps. 20% at best success. But doing it from here, if it doesn't work, I still got them. I used to go here, boom, and then come here, and come up this way. That's what I usually do. All that is prison guard, all right? It's all off homie control. Homie control, again, it's like the mission control of, rubber, of uh, prison guard. Do you, do you better, talk to a, these dudes? Do you talk to any of them ever, like homeless downtown or whatever? Like, is it mostly they're on drugs or on speed? What's their What's their thing? I don't have, dude. I don't have patience for nobody, dude. I don't talk to homeless. <laughs> I mean, I might give them some money every now and then. I'll throw them whatever I have in my pocket or whatever if I'm driving by, and you know, every now and then, not every time, but. Man, I got so many fucking problems going on. I, I I can't just sit there and talk to some fucking meth head, fentanyl freak. He's from Portland, and now he, he yeah, I don't know. I I don't I can't I don't have the time for it. I got fucking right. kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm you saying? You got kids. You got a business. You got places to go. I know that's the thing too. Now, yeah. I, dude, I got a great quote. I want to read this quote to you, and I want to get your take on it. Okay, this is I pulled this up for the show, and dude, this one nailed it. I was like, this nails it. It's it's in my feed here. Let me just grab it. It's uh, one of the reasons why they want us working so hard. Let's see. Okay, so when you don't have to worry about paying bills, you have time to think. That makes you extremely dangerous. This is why it is designed for us to never reach that level. If you're always in survival mode, you will never have time or energy to maximize your potential. That's totally. a big part of their plan. Huge, huge. huge. They. It's pretty obvious. Like you could see what is. Um... Uh, crucial for the new world order. You got to get people in cities. Uh, you don't want um, strong families to uh, live, you know, on the outskirts of cities and and be self sufficient. They demonize selfs. You know, they make. I think the uh, hillbillies are part of the uh, demonizing of self sufficient people. I really believe that. Like. Uh, you know, deliverance. Like you watch Deliverance. After you watch, it's like watching Jaws. When I watch Jaws, right? Shit, shit. Yeah, they I ain't trying to go us. In, no, I'm not trying to go in no ocean. You know, I, I think I think Jaws is part of that. And the more shark shark movies just fucking get green. They they uh, scare people out of oceans. You know, because that's a way out. Because you could have them all boarded up, but if your country borders the ocean, you could always just jump in the ocean. So they just. I think it's good for the new world order to to scare as many people as possible uh, from the ocean and scare as many people as possible from the woods and uh, living uh, out in the mountains and shit. So they demonize hillbillies and self-sufficient people and the slasher movies are always out in the boonies and the woods are getting killed. They're scaring the fuck out of people. You don't want to be in the woods. As a matter of fact, uh, you like, like a slasher movie that, that, that takes place in the woods. If they, 
like the last person when they get away they're like the city like they can see the city they're running and they're in the city and they made it because the monster only hides in the fucking lake you know what right I mean? or in the right? woods or right yeah. there in some yeah. some like Right? shack in the middle of oh the yeah woods, and there's the abdominal yeah. abdominal snowman and uh you know i got friends that believe in bigfoot but i believe bigfoot is part of it too like whatever scares people i bet i bet fucking indians fucking apaches navajos fucking uruquois whatever the fuck you're called i bet in their tribes, they scared their kids like, oh, don't, you got to stay with the tribe. There's fucking chupacabras out there. And there's fucking, that was like part of like campfire, you know, uh, stories. For all your 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu merchandise, please visit 10thplanetjj.com slash shop. We also got to look into a t-shirt that just dropped. Thank you very much for your support. To, to keep the kids from uh um, we'll keep the tribe together too right keep yes, the tribe together yes. don't get anybody wandering too far off yeah yeah so for sure new world order having people in cities is huge it's and a big they, part for and sure. if they didn't have cars that's even better that's what i think all these let's go down cars. that list like what of what they want they want smart cities they want electric cars so they can shut your car or off. even better they want electric scooters they want everybody on those electric scooters because dude you see those electric scooters all over down they're like fucking laying across alleys and fucking thrown around no regular businessman would ever get into a business where their inventory is just fucking in alleys and shit that to me those electric scooter companies, I bet I bet you could trace the money to some nefarious agency. Oh, it's like George Soros funded $200 yes. million. Dollars yes. You don't need a sure. car. You don't yep. need a car. Yep. Oh, get off the these... car. No yeah. use public transportation. So, Wear yeah, a mask. Yeah. Totally. Okay, but what else? What are the other things that they want in place? Like they definitely want every, they definitely want everyone on drugs for sure. They want everybody, sure. they want as much alcohol, as much, many drugs, fentanyl. How do you the, handle, the how drugs. do you handle uh, foster kids? And I, I have friends that are, that grew up in the foster system. They drug the fuck out of those kids. That's If you're an orphan, you're getting drugged up. Everyone had With their drugs. Ritalin and all that crap you're talking about, just like those kind of things? Get them on fucking drugs. Yeah, yep. just to calm them Big down. Any shit. kind of calm, numbing type drug, that's mm. huge mm. in the foster care. Oh, oh man, be, that you sucks hearing them. that. Yeah, I know, that's real shit. That Everybody sucks. had their pills every day just to calm them the fuck down. They don't want any trouble from any of these kids. So, yeah, like, yeah, obviously, you want, you want your people in cities and you want, want them you want them w without anything that they would die for that they that's i think i think for a while there they maybe thought families strong families were were better for uh the empire for a while but then they realized no that's not good we need to rip the family apart so there's many ways to rip the family apart there's so many ways it's endless so anytime someone has another idea like oh i know how to rip the family apart in this specific way you just give them any kind of logical um uh, reason boom they green light that shit you know what I mean? yeah so totally everything... in movies and film and media they green light it absolutely in, in music, music yeah like music the shit that for gets sure because like yeah. bro you know in the music business it's like 
you you know it's okay to say oh they're signing this kind of band and right now they're really into signing these kind of bands so you want to be like this and right now they want to sign people like this so write like this so and the bands don't go wait a minute why are they trying to make us write though they just go oh, they just want money and uh you know we got to do it we'll do whatever whatever it takes we want everyone to sound like this we want like whatever the new sound is everyone's copying that shit but uh it seems like especially in hip-hop especially Dude, did in you see that one guy of the island boys that kid who he's like i sold my soul to the devil did you see that clip yeah dude the what island do you boys, think about that yeah one of those island, boy island kids. boys island boy sells this uh i think he did it i mean that's what it looked to me like i saw that clip i mean i didn't really go all the way into his story but from what he's saying he's like they presented him a deal and he sold a soul to the devil i mean sold my soul you understand what I'm saying? And uh, ever since I sold my soul, I haven't been happy ever since. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, yo, man. Y'all ain't got to believe me. It is what it is. I, I, like, I'm not even capping. It's because, listen, I had to do it. You understand what I'm saying? Because, like, I had to do it because I was trying to make it, like, you feel me? Like, <clears throat> and as if when I was, like, selling my soul, um, like, there was things that I could sacrifice about and stuff like that, and I sacrificed myself. I could have sacrificed anybody, but, like, but when you sell your soul, you got to sacrifice someone that you would really love, and I sacrificed myself and stuff like that. Holy shit. That was trippy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy shit, man. What, when I heard that, I thought, you know, Justin Castro up there in uh, Canada, right? You know, that, that, that new world order maniac, you know, obviously he's, you know, been groomed his whole life. You know, he's Castro's son. He's, you know, Justin Trudeau. Oh, yes, whatever. yes, yes. Right. You remember him. So his brother died in some weird way and some avalanche in November. Now there's no avalanches in November in Canada. The avalanches come at the end of the other side of the season in April, May, March, April over on that side. They don't happen in November. And his brother died in some weird thing in November. And it just sounded really fishy. And I kept thinking they sacrificed him. They sacrificed him. And they showed that to Justin, like you get out of line. That's you. Totally. You know, something and, like and, that. And the reason to me, when you, uh, if you're in the Illuminati and you're going to kill somebody, it's 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 probably best that you make it look like a murder and not like uh, some natural uh, death, because in because then you're not getting anything out of that death. Like the cartel, for instance, cartel never going to disappear a motherfucker. Cartel gonna chop him off right in front of everybody and show and everybody stick, what they're stick doing. Stick his dick in his in his mouth slice his throat and then hang him from a tree and then the coroner is going to say suicide and it's going to be so obvious that uh there's corruption with the coroner and all that but it's designed to scare the fuck out of people right they don't want to gonna you know because like um uh the, the government on the other hand that you know um i that they would kill people both ways they would kill people like the cartel, like uh, I think a lot of the, you know, those suicides from the body count, when you look into uh, individual cases, you'll see weird shit. Like the coroner 
wrote down suicide, but like the, the, the guy has like two shots in the back of his head or some, or something like that, where it's impossible that it'd be a suicide. It's so obvious, but I think it was, it's it, like the cartel, they make it obvious on purpose to scare people into silence. So, um, but then there's also times where you wanna get rid of someone and you don't wanna make it look obvious. You just wanna get rid of them because they got a big mouth. And that's when, uh, you know, I think things like, um, uh, that, you know, things that have been already admitted in Congress by, um, the CIA that why, they had, why they didn't had that they, heart attack guns, you know, like the heart right. Attack I was guns. thinking of Breitbart when Andrew Breitbart got in the streets of LA, he got doof, that dart in his back of his neck or whatever, and then yes. he died of a heart attack. Yes. Um, I just keep wondering, like, why haven't they done that to other characters, like like Assange? Why is he still alive? Yeah. You know, like what? Maybe they're dragging him through the public arena and be like, "Hey, you, you, you speak up. We're gonna. This is gonna happen to you." Maybe that's why. Yeah, like why not just kill him? Yeah, why not know? just kill him? I don't yeah. know. Maybe they have it would tried. Be so I don't easy. know. It would be so easy. You know, all you would need is remember, you know, a few months ago, uh, the big thing was uh, um, cobra venom in in like uh, the medication the water. and all that. Yeah, the water, and then in in like remdesivir, and then um, yeah, that was the main thing. It was either like in the water. But like, you know, when all that shit came out, I don't know if it was real or not, but to think that the Illuminati, the deep state are not utilizing Cobra Venom in their nefarious activities, you would think that would be like just the most retarded thing ever. Like what you guys aren't, you guys, you guys don't have like Cobra farms where you guys can just collect as much venom and anytime you need to get rid of someone, you put that venom in a gun, a little dart, a little gun dart, and you shoot into someone and they fucking die of a cobra fucking venom. Like, you, they're not doing that? Like, that's a no-brainer. It's that's just no amazing. Brainer. Yeah, I know. It's just right? amazing like, that so they have like, assassinated oh. more people. Now, that what about that assassination in Japan? What was your take on that? That, you know, there was the weird stuff afterwards, like the, he died from a whatever, but it's like there was no blood. But then there was that good shot that they had where you could see there was a boom and he turned around. And then the second shot, you could see it did something to his shirt, ripped open his shirt or ripped through him or something. What was your take on that whole You um, know what? I didn't look in. I know about it. I've seen maybe a clip or two, but briefly, I have no recollection of any details. Haven't really looked into it at all. It's either um, a, a legit assassination because he was on Team Freedom, uh, or it was a fake assassination as a distraction to something else. It could be fake. Or, there or, was evidence know. on both sides. It's interesting how there's always evidence on both sides. You know what? It? It, it could be a thing, too where it doesn't matter if you believe that it was fake or if you believe that it was legit, like that's not the point. The point is it's just some random thing that's gonna uh, fill up news time and podcast time and people are gonna have to discuss it and talk about it. It could be that too. I think a lot of shit, like, like when they do gun control stuff, yes, they want gun control. Yes, they want to control the guns for sure, but they know it's going to be fucking impossible in the southern states. That's just, um, impossible. There's no way people are going to give up their guns. It's impossible. But 
they want it and then they, they take little steps but really the main purpose is to just clog up the news like let's set up another crazy we got another crazy guy ready to go yeah we got a crazy guy uh, kid ready to go and fucking you know uh you know in iowa or whatever let's get him in let's get him rolling they take this crazy kid he's all drugged up they have a professional hit squad <laughs> They shoot or whatever, and then they throw the kid in, or sometimes they just, you know. Do it all uh, together at the same time, the hit hit team and the kid go in there at the same time. Now, I definitely got a lot of trolling. When I was on Twitter years ago, I'm still on Twitter somehow, um, but a few years ago, I got massively trolled. I got bot attacked because I said the Parkland school shooter, here's the drugs he was on. He was on a bunch of pharma drugs and I got thousands and thousands and thousands of bot attacks against my account. They came at me full on just for that, just for that, like just that, like that's, they don't want you to know that those shooters are on drugs. They don't. I, that's my personal opinion. I don't think they want you to know how many drugs these kids are on that they're using as patsies and throwing in there, or they do part of the shooting and the rest of the, you know, the, whoever the secret agents, Mossad or whatever comes in there, does the other, you know, shooting or whatever. I think they're all on drugs and they don't want you to know it because I definitely got massively bot attacked for just exposing them. I was like, that's what they came after me for this of all things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Trippy. Trippy. Yeah, I, I was yeah. shocked. I was surprised. I was like, people don't know. Or I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, big pharma's influence on media. Oh, well, let's talk about BlackRock and Vanguard and what's going on there that owns everything. Yeah, that's that's another one where I go, God damn, great reset is winning. That's another right? one. I, when I hear black, when they're buying up every, wait a minute, we got Bill Gates buying up farmland, we got food plants blowing the fuck up, and then we got BlackRock and Vanguard buying real estate left and right. That's At great. Way reset. over market, fifty percent over market. They're coming into Toronto, buying up everything. They're coming into but again, the, but again, the that's viral too. That's viral mm -hmm. too. So maybe, so maybe, this is all part of it. Like BlackRock and Vanguard, nobody knew who the fuck they were a year Never ago, heard two of years them. ago. Now Never it's viral. Everybody, everyone's like, yeah, you hear about BlackRock buying everything? Yeah, it's Vanguard actually. They're buying everything. They're just giving people offers they can't refuse and then you hear about this and then bill gates and this, this everything's like maybe this is part of the awakening is we're going to walk through everything everything is going to be exposed yeah it has to all be put out there yeah all of it the farming because three years ago four or five years ago bill gates could have bought all the farm i know and would have known shit yep they wouldn't have known shit, but now they're like, oh, shit, look what this motherfucker's no, doing. Dude, nobody knew how powerful a governor was back then. Nobody yeah. knew how powerful a no. mayor was back no. then. No, We've no. We've all been I like didn't. massive. I didn't. I massive wake-up call. Yeah, I thought mayors were like, it's like a symbolic, like, old Western thing. Like, oh, you got a mayor? Like, he just takes pictures with people and shit. I really didn't think, this is like two years ago. Yeah. I didn't, I like, mayor? We still got mayors? Isn't that like some fucking Clint Eastwood shit? You know, um, but now, like, damn, mayors are powerful. They are. Go governors are the most powerful. Yep. Governors are more powerful than the president. Yep. The governor, governor can fuck the president. Governor can that say, would, fuck you. 
that's shocking information. I mean, I was like, whoa, what? All the all my life it's growing up in America never right? it's good. Yeah, it's, beautiful it's like because the we states can control have power that. still. That's yeah, really then, a good the, sign. Dude, a small little election like that where we have the fucking governor and he has all the power. Ooh, dude, I lost track of the governors. I didn't know who the fuck they, I didn't know who Gavin Newsom was three years ago. I knew who the fuck he was. I thought someone said, who's the governor? I'd be like, Gary Brown or some shit like that. I don't know who the fuck. Or Jerry Brown. I didn't pay attention. I was like, it's all in D.C. I was paying attention like a motherfucking D.C. I was paying attention like a motherfucking D.C. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought that's where all the evil was. You know what I mean? Look at all the evil. I see all the evil. And then the lights got turned on. And you're like, oh, shit. It's fucking Oh my, as far as the eye can see, I thought it was right here. And it's as far as the eye can see. Oh my God, scary, scary shit. It's like, it's like if the, if the, if the counter is real, if there's a real counter, then a hundred percent, a thousand percent, Trump is the quarterback. Cause there's no way if there is a counter that Trump is not part of it. There's no way there's a counter and Trump doesn't know about it and he's not part of it. If there's a counter, Trump is the quarterback. Well, you're bringing up a good point because it's great reset versus great awakening, dude. You're right on it. It's like, but and it just depends on which week it is and what's happening. And like sometimes, like I kind of think lately we've been getting more great awakening. Yeah, yeah. Like lately, yeah. the you know the Great Awakening side's been winning, but then you know there's gonna be some bullshit later when we get into the winter. There, it's gonna be shouldn't some, there be a know, fucking shouldn't there be a law against some motherfucking billionaire buying up all our farmland? It's it's monopolistic behavior. It's like big tech, dude. Big tech's been behaving like monopolies, and no one does a thing about it. This is as crazy as anything that's been seen in the history of America with the railroads, railroad monopolies. That's nothing compared to big tech's monopolies. Yeah. You know what? When If, if the plan is real, I remember what I was going to say. The plan was real. We, the plan would be, you know what? We get, we get Trump's our quarterback. He's down. He goes, I'm ready. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. We're going to do this shit. We're going to go. I'm going to fucking lay out this fucking fake news. We're going to do. He goes, they're going to come after you really hard. And were you ready? They're going to do. They're going to bring up everything, dude. They're going to fucking come after you. And you're like, let's do it. So he went out and he just unplugged all their shit. Boom. He unplugged everything. Boom. Boom. Four years. And then he just fucking got hit with all sorts of arrows and he's fucking like, it's like 300 and he's getting fucking hit with all these arrows, but he's <laughs> unplugging everything. And then he dips out, he dips out. And then, you know, he had the, the perfect dipping out. They rigged the election. They fucking got it all on 2000 mules. Watch that documentary, dog. They fucking busted them. They, that's a sting operation. Yep. They fucking busted them. Sting operation. And then you let Biden Great in. Great film, by the way. Great you film. Let, you let Biden in, and you let you let the deep state just... Dude, they, they had to scramble, and they had to plug everything back in. And then you see, we're all seeing who's plugging everything in. We see him, boom, we're like, damn, that motherfucker, what a rhino. He's plugging it into... They plugged everything back in that... Trump unplugged. So that's what we're seeing. We're right. seeing who's plugging it back in because Trump went and go pop, 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 Paris Accord, boop, 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 climate change is bullshit, pop, 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 Human trafficking, pulled those yeah, plugs boom. out. And then they plugged it back in. So then we're like, oh, so that had to be, if there's a plan, that has to be part of the plan. There's no other way. Looking back, like, it's genius. It's genius. We had to walk through this. Not, it had to be dark. Cause these people, there's still people that are still asleep. They're still zombie sheep. They're still wearing double masks. They're still walking around double masks. You know what I mean? You know what? If you're a, if you got a an immune uh, 
some kind of deficiency with your immune system and then wearing a mask makes you feel good. I get that. I get you don't you just don't want to take a chance. Your immune system is compromised. You want to wear a mask. Go for it, dog. But uh, and also, if you're a, um, you know, if you're an immigrant, if you don't have your proper green card. Yeah. Ponte tu pinche mascara. Put that mask on. You don't want to get deported. I get it. I get it. I get it. And if you're an ugly motherfucker, too, I think a lot of the people we see with masks, I think they're fucking ugly and they get more play with the mask. They're like, damn, they got I wear a fucking it. mask and mother dudes are hitting on me. So girls are out there like, fuck, yeah. They take the mask off. Nobody hits on them. They're like, fuck that. Let me keep the mask on. I get it. I get it. Same thing with dudes. There's dudes out there wearing masks. I'm like, dude, you're still wearing a mask, dog? If you would just be honest and say, listen, I get way more pussy if I keep this mask on. Okay? It's all about the pussy. I'll be like, oh, okay, okay. I get it. I would understand that. I would be like, oh, shit. I thought you were just a fucking retard. Okay. Okay, I get it. I get it, dog. <laughs> Boom, go get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy you know you're what, what's your birth year you're like 1971 70 dog so, I'm me too. 90 i'm 90 okay so yeah so we're we're like the same age so at you know at some age you, you you get to a point where you're like you've had enough girls you had enough play you had enough whatever so you're kind of past that and then you can look deeper right and we're kind of <laughs> at that age you know what i mean yeah i've done i've done um a lot of partying, man. I was single for 10 years straight. From the age of 30 to 40, I was strategically single. I was all over the place. I worked for the UFC. I was on the road with Joe Rogan. I was just, you know, sidekick. I wrote for the man show. I was working for, I'm all over the goddamn world teaching seminars. Uh, I've been around the world a lot of fucking times. A lot of times. That's where I first uh, realized, before Flat Earth and all that, I realized that uh, there's no fucking overpopulation. I was, I was thinking, but my first thoughts of flying were like, there's nobody on this motherfucker. There's nobody. And you know nobody what? Around. And, it's and all, all I was thinking there, is, there, be, there. they could yep. give us all an acre of fucking land. I don't care if it's in the middle of fucking New Mexico. Give me my acre. There's plenty of room. That's, that was my first thought way before flat earth, way before I'm like, there's enough room where we can get our spot. We're born, we get a spot. I don't give a fuck if it's in the middle of nowhere. I'll drive out there, fucking set up shop, build a little fucking shed. Little Dude, hammock, are you aware, are you aware of Charles trees? Fort? You ever heard of Charles Fort? The, the Book of the Damned, 1930, whatever. But he was back in like 1928 to 1935. No, I never like, heard of him. Okay, I don't so fuck with old shit like that. The only old shit I fuck with is Little Rascals. That's it. Oh, nice. I don't fuck with Charlie Chaplin. Okay, so I don't here's fucks some, with Frank Sinatra. Here's some alfalfa Little shit Rascals, right here. That's and, it. And huh? what was the other? It was alfalfa and uh, Spanky yeah. and fuck yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> buckwheat, so, buckwheat. So, come on, man. He was the only one who brought sandwiches when they all went camping and they all forgot the food except for buckwheat. oh yeah, buckwheat's buckwheat. the only one who didn't forget the food. He had a big ass <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich, dude. That dude on that show. They had some, dude, the, the bread was huge, dog. Unless I'm remembering it wrong. Unless I remember, but they went camping. Little Rascals, and it, it was early Little Rascals where Buckwheat was fucking like four. And Spanky can barely talk. There was like early Little Rascals. And they went camping, and they didn't invite, they didn't invite Buckwheat and like little baby Spanky. 
and like the, the older kids that went camping, but they tagged along anyways. They went in the woods and they tagged along. They were off to the side and they were the only ones with food and the cool kids didn't have any food. Remember that one? Or I don't remember one? that one. I remember There's, some of those okay. episodes, but that one, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't fuck with anything else though from that time. I don't even fuck with the 60s, dog. The 60s were, to me, one, and, and once you learn that the 60s music was all CIA music, I'm like, no wonder it sucked. No wonder. I knew there was some bullshit about my <laughs> 60s. Like, no, we grew up with like metal, bro. We yeah, were like, yeah. we were like metalheads. Oh, uh, yeah. Late 70s. Slayer. Kiss, like, Kiss Ozzy, yeah. Judas yeah. Priest, Iron Maiden, then Metallica, Slayer. Queens, right? Hell yeah, Queensryche, are you kidding? Are you kidding, dog? Shit. Do you remember that? Were you a big Queensryche fan? A huge Queensryche fan. Like, Rage like, for Order. What, oh. what, 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 what? I was just going to ask you about Rage for Order because Rage for Order in the Queensryche timeline, that's where they went down. That's where they, they kind of just said, they fought. their first EP blew up, Queen of the Right blew up. And yeah, then their first yeah. album, The Warning, the warning. was, was yeah. kind of big. They opened up for Kiss. They did great. But it wasn't that big. And then they decided to go fucking conceptual and they turned into like like French Renaissance glam rock. But the music, the look was ridiculous. The look, I, I almost didn't buy the album. I looked at the back of the album like, uh, what happened? <laughs> but I bought it anyways. And that album, Rage for Order, was it was considered experimental. And I wasn't into it. I was like, I wanted the warning. I wanted Queen's Rex. So I wasn't into it at first, but then I got into it uh, later. And then I fucking worshipped it. And that's my favorite Queensryche album, Rage Ford. I actually remixed a new Rogel and made it into a hip hop song called Take My Spot. You oh, come on, bro. Send that to me. Are you familiar with New Rogel? Are you of kidding? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, dude. Dude, I, oh, that whole album, The Killing Words, Screaming in what? Digital. What? Uh, yeah, what? dude, for sure. What? Walk in the Shadows, Dreaming what? Infrared. Yeah. What? London. The song I will London. remember, dog. I will remember. I will remember. Chemical Youth. Screams in digital. Shit. Yeah. Dude, when you hear what I did to New Rogel, maybe we play it right there, you know, right here. Fucking play. It's, can you I, get it? I, I cut it. I cut it to, um, uh, can you find us playing now? I want to, because I just want to show him. Uh, it's, it's, it's called, uh, just go look up Hook Thieves. Take my spot on YouTube. Hook Thieves, take my spot. I cut it to uh, 300. I, when I heard that song, it was always like 300, 300, like the killing scenes in 300, 300. And um, I had Michael Plaster edit it for me. And uh, you're going to trip. Dude, very few people, very few people know New Rochelle. That's, yeah. so, that's such an obscure Queen's yeah, like, song. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's... Here you go. You ready? You ready? Planet, y'all niggas just want him. 
we strategize, analyze, then spend it. Y'all niggas don't want payback, so y'all been telling I'm been a much. Been a much, I don't nigga, I been flipping on. You, 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 you can doubt a nigga if you want. I don't doubt niggas, congratulate if you started. It's 100 nigga, you can take it how you want. I can see it in your eyes, you hate it, I be stoned. And I close my eyes and I pray for them. Okay, my mind focus my pistol on me. I better watch for the payback. I'm grinding by all means. No sleep, nigga, no cat nap. Pay by the ones that get left at. Hustle on the street, get clapped at. Nigga wanna block like a trash bag. Grab on my teeth, no handbag. You see, I'm on my back, yeah. Shining while y'all pitch black, huh? Where y'all bitch at? In the city where the pimps at. They don't blast where they bitch that. Been down and been sent back. Now I'm playing for my setback, but I'll never get they spot back, huh? I move around, who the think they stepping on? Me and my niggas been rapping hard. I been rapping all my mind on my grind on. Don't interfere or get shot on. There's no love, but I'm all that hate a nigga that shot on. They fly nigga with an eye on. I pray that he shot Lord and get what he cried for. No hatred, no cross for my nigga I been on. Why you think y'all been gone? Y'all better take two steps back before I lift your ass like a
do I find that? How do I find <laughs> this, bro? You find that on YouTube, dog. <laughs> What's, what, how, what do I search? Search Hook Thieves. Hook Thieves. Okay. Take My Spot is the name of the take, song. Okay, Take My Spot. Okay, yeah. cool, man. Versus 300. <laughs> I, it's crazy. I was just, I was listening to The Whisper recently. You know, that's about Charles Manson. You know that? The no Whisper. way. Yeah. No yeah, you know way. where it's like, it's going to kill us all. You know, that whole thing at the end of that, that's from yes. the trial. That's from the Manson trial. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. We figured that out when we were kids. Like one day we were watching like Helter Skelter or something like that. And we're like, wait, that's the thing from the Queensryche song. And we put it together that that's what the song is Oh, the about. sample. There's like a little sample. Yeah, there's like a yeah. sample. It's like, kill us all, kill us all. Whatever, yes, something yes, like that. yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So do you think do you think the song is about that too? It's about Charles Manson. Yeah, the song's about Charles Manson. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Would you raise your right hand, please? Remember that part of the that's song? That's right. Mm-hmm. Dude. Oh, so that's where you remembered it. You know, do you know uh in uh Operation Mind Crime, the album that came out after that, that was their huge album. That that one was a concept album and uh had a lot of samples and a lot of uh a non-musical shit that tied the whole album together, which was just one story. It was a fucking killer story too. But in the beginning, they're in a hospital and some dude is in the hospital in the beginning and then you hear uh, uh, hospital sounds and you hear like a nurse over the intercom that said, Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, you know, and you hear like this nurse saying Dr. Davis. So then I started hearing it like in soap operas, like- Right, like, or like commercials. Like, yes, yes, totally. <laughs> like I, I'd be watching General Hospital. I used to be into soaps. I used to be in, uh, into soaps as a teenager just for the chicks. That was like, that was like Instagram. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> the hot chicks and soap opera. All my friends, all my Mexican hoodlum friends, metalhead, slayer, merciful fate, all that shit, total destruction, friends. We would all during the summer, 10th grade summer, 11th grade summer. Shit, there wasn't that much to do, dog. We would watch Loving at 11:30. All my children, all the Channel Seven, ABC soap operas, Loving at 11:30. Yes, and then at 12, fucking uh, uh, all my children, and then at one, it was one life to live. At two, General Hospital stopped, but by two, I was done. I wasn't in the General Hospital, but I watched Loving. All my children have one life to live, dog. For I was, hot chicks, that's epic. Dude, I, for the chicks. <laughs> they were hot, too, for sure. And they'd always have, you know, making out scenes and shit. And, you know, and on TV, everybody has sex, like, under the covers. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's under the covers. On TV. Where'd you, like, where'd you grow no one up? ever does that. What, huh? what, were you, like, South L.A.? Or what was your, what was your hood? Uh, Orange County. I lived in um, in the 60s. All the white people fled LA, too many Mexicans, and they went to Orange County, which was like the new area. El Toro, Laguna Hills, uh, Irvine, Rancho Santa Margarita, San Clemente, uh, uh, even Costa Mesa. Um, Irvine, Irvine, spoiled brats from Irvine. So all the white people left in the 60s, but they needed a spot for all their Mexicans, you know? Where are they going to put the Mexicans? Now Now you're away from Mexicans, but how ironic is that you need Mexicans. So they des- designated Santa Ana as the city where they're going to keep all the Mexicans that work for the white people 
uh, for low wages at, and that's where I grew up in Santa. Okay, Ana. it's Santa Ana. Okay, yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Santa so Ana's to- Santa Ana's like the East LA of Orange County. <laughs> but even yeah, you're right. It is East too, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's more South. What was your high school? Santa Ana High School. I went to Santa Ana High School in ninth grade, and um, once I realized in ninth grade that there's no way I was going to play f- professional football, I realized that in ninth grade. Uh, then I was like full blown into music. So that meant I had to graduate as fast as fucking possible. And I hated Santa Ana High. Uh, um, there wasn't enough metal there. And, uh, um, and I, we found out that there was a school in Garden Grove called Santiago High School where, damn, it was the last high school in the whole region where you only needed 210 credits to graduate. All the other schools were 245 or something like that. And I, damn, if we transfer to Santiago, we could, and we do enough after after school classes, we could graduate midterm our senior year. So that was the goal. Plus they have a lot of fucking metal white chicks there. That's Ooh. what we were thinking. That's what we were thinking. So like, Dude, you're, you're total, you're a total metalhead like I was, man. So yeah. did you go to see Queensryche when, um, on the Operation Mindcrime tour when uh, yes. they opened for Metallica at the sports arena in San Diego? I didn't, not in San Diego. Wherever they played in LA, yes. Wherever you they went to played. LA, okay. Yeah, I don't know if they played the Forum or Long Beach Arena back then. Long Beach Arena was the spot everyone played. Iron Maiden, all yeah. the big bands played Long Beach Arena when Metallica opened up for Ozzy on yeah. the, um I think that was the Master of Puppets tour. Uh, but yeah, dude, you're a fucking met dude. You know, rage Hard- for fucking order. Are you oh, kidding? dude, hardcore. Queens- dude, all this, you know, um, the drummer for um, Faith No More, Mike Borden, turned me on to Slayer when I was like 18. He's like, dude, you need to listen to this. This is where it's at. And he played behind the Crooked Cross off of Salva Heaven. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, this is good. Because I, I didn't really like the, what was that? What was that? Rain and Blood or whatever? Yeah. The one you didn't like Rain and Blood? Damn. Well, I mean, I, I came to like it later, but it was yeah. it was South of Heaven, too- strangely, that got me into Slayer. Yeah, it was a little slower. It wasn't as intense. It's a yeah. little bit, a little bit more melodic. Yeah, and especially uh, uh, South of Heaven wasn't like that fast. You know, uh, Hell Awaits was insane. Yeah. Rain and Blood was insane. Their first album, Show No Mercy, was like not uh, super satanic. But like evil has no boundaries. Evil, my wood defies. Evil has no disguise. Evil will take your soul. Evil, my soul, or whatever it goes. My, I don't know what the last time was, but uh, it wasn't that fast though. It was faster than Exciter, faster than Metallica, but not as fast as Rain and Blood or like Hell Awaits. They they exploded with the speed. But the crazy thing about music is is music is like weed weed can destroy you or it could open up your mind and uh turn on the creative juices it, it weed is like whatever you want it to be weed can make you really paranoid and it could shoot your anxiety through the roof and it still does that with me it all depends on how i feel and what's going on in my life weed is just like it is it's like power it's like do you want it, it could take you down like i know for me if i'm I got some real stressful thing I got to do. Uh, it's like, I, I, like there's some bad news going on. I won't smoke weed. I won't smoke weed. But then there's people that that's why they smoke weed. When I have bad news, 
uh, I need to smoke weed to get my mind off. And I'm like, damn, it actually gets my mind on it like 20 times worse. So everybody, it's like whatever, weed is like whatever you think it is. It's whatever you want it to be. Cause you could, you know, there could be five people smoke weed. They smoke the same joint. One guy gets fucking paranoid. He flips out. The other four guys are totally chill. They're playing music. They're fucking watching cartoons. They're having a good time. But one guy freaks out. Was it the weed or was it the dude? You know, so of course it's the dude. It's what you are. And that's what music is, I think. I think music is is like uh, you know what quercetin is and its relation to zinc right like yes if you take zinc by itself uh you're it it's, won't, a, it's, a, it's it won't. a driver quercetin's a zinc driver so yeah, so is like, ivermectin so is hydroxychloroquine totally totally so zinc uh, uh by itself can't really get into your cells or whatever i'm no doctor but quercetin is Drives the vehicle it it's the vehicle that the zinc jumps on and then the quercetin gets into the cells and then it's like a Trojan horse almost like, so it's like the quercetin that gets the zinc into the cells. So I think like for me, like, I don't know. I mean, I know to, for me, it's a fact, but um, music is just like quercetin. It gets the words into your soul. So the words alone, you know, they have, they're there. They got some good words. It could be powerful or whatever, but if you can put those words into music and and have them ride that way the music that 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 resonates with your soul the music's got to resonate with your soul if the music resonates with your soul whatever words you could put on top of that they're going to get in yeah. so uh, it could be bad it could be like yeah, music could music be, resonates sure. your soul and you put some bad lyrics and you have bad yeah. shit in your soul or it could be i mean I'm not, I've never been uh, super Christian or anything. I grew up a Catholic, but at 11, I was like, oh, everything, I'm an atheist now. Everything is bullshit. At 11, I became atheist, like right away. So I was never really like Christian, but you know, there was this girl when I was a senior, she, uh, um, Heidi Hildebrand, I'll never forget that. I was like, <laughs> I was like infatuated with this girl and she gave me the time of day and she said, meet me at fucking church. I'm like, oh shit, she's a church chick. And she was so fine. And I was like, I'll go to church, fuck it. I went to church with her and it was super Christian, like a Calvary type church. And uh, and dude, that there were like three dudes with acoustic guitars that had a couple chick singers and a dude singing. And the music was great. And they were talking about just good shit. And the, but the music was good. Cause I always judge, like for me, as a music producer, I always judge songs on the music first because I don't give a fuck what you're saying. It could be the most profound shit ever. It could be Socrates. I don't give a fuck. If the music isn't resonating with my soul, I don't care what you have to say. Those words are wasted. Let someone else listen to them. But if the music is, is resonates with my soul, then the words can suck or can be, uh, you know, um, um, life-changing uh it doesn't matter the music and the and, and obviously the vocal melody is the music so the music and then the vocal melody then the words what you're actually saying in the vocal melody that's just icing on the cake if it's good words shit, that's even better now they're good words and i love the music all those words are getting deep in me then i start taking those words and and putting them into my own life and and imagining the song is about something in my life and relating to it. and that's what everyone does everyone listens to a song and they want to put themselves in a boom they but they won't do it unless the music's right 
That right. music has to resonate with yeah. their soul. If You're it right. doesn't, they won't listen to the words. So to me, music is coarsening. And the Nazis have figured that out. Of course, CIA, MKO, they, they know that shit. That's why they hijacked the music. The scene. music industry. Yeah, sure. they hijacked yeah. it. Because yeah. it, it was, I bet they figured that shit out fucking millennia. You know, back in Tartaria, they figured that shit out. Well, you know what I mean? It's, if you have a song, like we could sing like, you know, some Queensryche song. We could remember the lyrics like, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like walk in the shadows, walk yeah. in. You know, we could remember how the song goes and we could sing it and remember the words. But if it was just the words, we wouldn't remember any of it. Totally, totally. You know no, no, exactly. Like it's a, we memorized the whole thing. Totally. The song. All the time. There's so many songs that I haven't listened to in fucking decades. And if you ask me, do you know the words of this song? I go, I you, used to listen to it you, two decades ago, but you, I don't know the. I don't even know the first word. But if I hear the song and I hear you the melody, got it right there. Yep. I don't know what's coming up. I just know right when it starts, I'm going to jump on. You know, that's huge, right? That's huge. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, like, it's like, what are memories? It's like, there's like things where uh, like, you know, there's a place in Simi Valley that uh, my son plays baseball at every now and then deep. It's like 45 minutes away in Simi Valley. This, this one, uh, like it's the main exit in Simi Valley, a small little town. And it's the main exit and they got the main gas station. And we've been, I've been there a couple of times, but I hadn't been there and it's been like a couple of years. And I would have never remembered any of that shit if I didn't have to go back and I went to went back to check out a house. Oh, no, no I went back to shoot. J Joe was in town and, and we went shooting at a range in that area. And I got off on that exit where we, my son played baseball at a couple tournaments. And I would have never remembered any of that shit ever in my life. I remembered like everything, like we, the, the place we ate after baseball, this little like sports bar, the gas station that I went into, but I would never remember that shit if I didn't go back. So what is that? Were those memories in my head? And I would have never went and found them ever. But since I, I was I, there, they yeah, popped up again. It all popped up again. Yeah. See, the, where's the memory stored? And is it, it so, is it there or was it in my head? That's the question. That's a great Cause, question. Because I remembered everything. To answer. Yeah, I remembered everything. But I would have never remembered it if I would have never if I didn't go back there and drive through the place again. I, I so spent a lot of time on that subject, and I'm convinced that our whole theory on it's just complete bullshit. That it's yeah. not contained in your head. There's people who have half their brain blown out and they still have their memories. I mean, come on. How do you explain that? Yeah, totally. Totally. So um, uh, I, we got to go, but we're going to do this again and again and again. David Wolf, it's so... Bro, love uh, you, man. Thanks so I much. I love for, you too, man. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's great. It, it's so awesome that um, you're on top of everything, man. You're, you're stay on top of it. If you if you want to track me down on Telegram Messenger, it's at David Avocado Wolf or HTTPS colon slash slash T. That's the Telegram T dot me slash David Avocado Wolf. If you're if you want to find it that way, then that's my news feed. But generally, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. And then from there, you can guide your way deeper. in if you want to. All right, man. I love you, man. And I'll talk to you soon. OK, have the best night. Hey, ever. Thanks, bro. See you guys. Okay. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Cheers, everybody. Aloha. The Jiu-Jitsu Dojo is the ultimate training ground for life. Jiu-Jitsu will accelerate the evolution of your being, your consciousness, your soul. Through this amazing art, you will prove to yourself that you can master anything you set your mind to. 
birthday, Eddie Bravo. I leave for Brazil tomorrow. <laughs> Are you the Fear Factor guy? I'm uh, like six pounds over. Time to sweat it out. Just imagine someone that has no idea how different your game is. I'll tell you what this weekend was, man. It was a culmination point where all your hard work comes to like one great moment in time. You showed that you're a fucking champion. Guy who goes against convention. You created your own shit and figured interesting ways to get around problems in jujitsu. It shows you that great things are possible if you work hard, if you dedicate yourself, and you use your creativity, and you push through. Your own human potential just goes up. My 10th Planet Association has grown rapidly to over 70 academies worldwide, and their curriculums are all synced to 10th Planet headquarters located in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Eddie Bravo. I hope to see you on the mats. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Ah!